Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. John chapter 3 contains a conversation between Jesus and a man named Nicodemus. John 3.1 tells us that Nicodemus was a Pharisee, meaning he was a member of a very religious and legalistic Jewish group that emphasized works. They emphasized that people merit favor with God by doing the right things and therefore earn their way to heaven. Even more, Nicodemus was a Jew by birth, meaning his family tree told him that he was a member of God's chosen people and thus he was okay. What Jesus then does is he completely revolutionizes Nicodemus' theology. In John 3.3, Jesus famously says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. What Jesus says here cannot be minimized. He says, truly, truly, meaning this is very important. He says, truly, truly, unless, denoting a necessary condition. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In other words, Jesus says, unless someone is born again, they will not be saved. Unless someone is born again, they will die and go to hell. Unless someone is born again, they will neither see nor be a part of the kingdom of God. Being born again is synonymous with regeneration. Regeneration refers to someone being regened, figuratively speaking. Without regeneration, a person is spiritually dead. In regeneration, the Holy Spirit acts to give someone new spiritual life. After regeneration, the person is a radical new person with a brand new disposition toward holiness. This new disposition is what enables a person to turn away from sin and respond to Jesus Christ in faith. So in essence, Jesus was telling Nicodemus that the way into heaven is neither by bloodlines nor by human works. It is by the divine hand of God who regenerates a person and enables them to see the kingdom of God. The author of this transformation is the Holy Spirit. The nature of this change is spiritual and the necessity of this change is paramount. That is, unless a person is born again, they cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus was an intelligent, educated man. Still, he did not exactly get the idea of being born again. Hence, in John 3, 4, Nicodemus says, How can a man be born when he is old? He cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born, can he? Nicodemus' words express the fact that he heard Jesus, but he did not see the spiritual meaning of what Jesus communicated. You see, being born again means new life, and this new life entails new spiritual senses. These spiritual senses are able to discern spiritual things. A natural man without spiritual life and without spiritual senses is therefore unable to see spiritual anything. Using his natural logic, Nicodemus wondered if a man can enter into the womb a second time, and the answer is a resounding no. 
In fact, it is not even necessary for a man to enter into the womb a second time. It is not necessary because regeneration does not involve a new life of the flesh. The flesh is in fact the problem. The new birth involves a new spiritual life with a new spiritual mind and a new spiritual heart. Remember at the top that I mentioned, Nicodemus was a Pharisee. At the time, the Pharisees prized their bloodlines highly because a person became a true Jew by birth. In fact, Nicodemus could not have been a Pharisee unless he had the proper pedigree. This is meaningful only to say that Nicodemus could have been very proud of his natural birth. However, what Jesus tells him in John 3.3 is that those who are proud of their natural birth will likely not be brought to the new birth. Unless a person is born again, they will not see the kingdom of God. Consequently, if a person clings tightly to their first birth and what they achieved on earth, they have no place in the kingdom of heaven. In John 3, 4, Nicodemus questions if a man is to enter his mother's womb again. Jesus then clarifies what he originally said. In John 3, 5, he says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Many Bible scholars and theologians debate what Christ exactly meant when he said that a person must be born of water and the Spirit. I do not claim to be an authority, but I will provide my take on things. My take is that Jesus is expressing two ideas in one phrase. The first thing that Jesus is saying here is that in order to enter the kingdom of God, a person must be born twice. They must be born of water or have a natural birth. This is obvious because God does not admit people who do not exist into the kingdom. They must also be born of the Spirit or regenerated. Thus, saved people are born twice and die once. They have a natural birth and then a spiritual birth and then experience a natural death. Although the flesh dies, the spirit still lives and continues to live in eternity with God. The second thing I think Jesus is saying here is that we need to be cleansed and purified by the power of God. If we go back to Ezekiel 36, verses 25 to 27, we read that the sinful people needed two things, to be purified with water from all their iniquities and to have a new heart placed within them. The point in Ezekiel is that if people are filthy and have hearts of stone, there is no way they will be acceptable to the Lord and there is no way they will be members of the kingdom of God. So what does God do? He solves the problem. He acts and cleanses the people with water. He acts and gives them a new spiritual heart that desires to do spiritual things. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Therefore, unless one is born of water and the spirit, they cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus continues in verses 7 to 8 and says, Do not be amazed that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but do not know where it comes from and where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. The simple point Jesus was relaying here was to draw an analogy. In the same way that people can sense the wind, they know it is a real physical force. Yet, they are unable to discern when the wind will blow, nor from where it comes. No man can control the wind. In a similar way, the regeneration of the Spirit is an operative, merciful act of God so that God has grace upon those whom He will have grace. Certainly, a person may sense evidence of the new birth, but the regeneration itself is an event that is solely and exclusively in God's hands. 
Jesus will continue his conversation with Nicodemus in John 3 up until verse 21. In verses 9 through 13, Jesus communicated that he had authority to speak eternal heavenly truths because he knew them to be trustworthy statements that were settled in heaven forever. Jesus descended from heaven with heavenly knowledge and therefore was communicating to Nicodemus things that were literally above his head. It's no wonder Nicodemus found these spiritual things hard to grasp. This is why even he, a Pharisee and a teacher of Israel, needed a new understanding with a new mind that only comes with the new birth. Truly, being born again or the doctrine of regeneration is mysterious because it involves a deep inward transformation that radically transforms a person. This sweeping change is not material in that the person is still a person, but they have a new spiritual nature with new inclinations to do that which is godly. It is far beyond our natural comprehension to explain how the Holy Spirit affects this radical change. We cannot rely, for example, on the natural sciences to provide clarity on supernatural phenomena. We simply trust in Christ, believing that He is truth in the flesh and that His words are trustworthy. We believe in the new birth because the new birth begets life and that life is the only life worth living. We believe in our hearts and treasure in our soul the pressing reality that unless one is born again, he cannot, in no way, shape, or form, and by no other means, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.